Will. What's going down? I'm such a big fan. It's so nice to meet you. I'm a fan of Backwoods. <laughs> Perfect. I've got I've got out of Backwood right here. Don't play with you. <laughs> you got a backwood? Definitely got a backwood. All right. Well, I don't know what kind of backwoods I got. You ever seen I like those. Yeah. There, yeah. There's me with, with my organic hemp papers. Oh. I know. Kudos. Kudos. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know them. Welcome to In My Feels. Um, In My Feels is is a um a vibe on. Thoughts, emotions, feelings are on the inside, um, create your whole outside exterior. Um, yeah. So my question to you guys is, how are you feeling? You uh, first? Well, you know, I, it depends, whatever. I'm feeling great. I don't know. I'm enjoying this. I feel like a vacation at home. Yeah. I feel you on that. It's, um, I, I have a five-month-year-old. So for me, I mean, I've been at home now for three weeks. And seeing the, I mean, I'm usually at work, like as soon as she gets up and I get home, like when she's in bed and it's really just the weekends I get with her. So I, I, I'm seeing so much like her growth and everything else. I know you have a daughter as well. Yeah. Um, and that's another question I wanted to ask you, because even, you know, my upbringing and her upbringing are two different things. And I'm sure you can relate to that in terms of, you know, my mom was a single parent um you know the, the full works the section eight housing all that type of stuff and that's not my daughter's life but i like who i am and who i've become so i kind of yeah. somewhat struggle with that in in terms of bringing your daughter up the right way but still trying to give her everything that she she deserves true how how, how do you um counterbalance that um to be honest to be 100 percent i'm going somewhere i got better reception so yeah um, to be honest, uh, it's my first time doing it, so yeah. I think the way I'm doing it will be perfect. Yeah, I don't, I don't like put pressure on myself to uh, probably try to think like, "Hey, what's the coolest, best way?" I think being a parent and just being a father is the best way. Absolutely, I think the way yeah. you raise your child. I think all people are dope, but yep. that's just my philosophy. Absolutely, and I think feel that's what I'm doing now. Even like you know. From, from how I was brought up to how she is now. Like we went swimming in our pool the other day and I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. I, I love that for her, but I also love the, where I came from and trying to make her, you know, understand where I came from without, you know, opening, you know, opening up to too many of those type of scenarios, to be honest. Yeah, but, but then you gotta ask yourself why. Yeah. As a parent, why do you wanna do it? Why do you want your kid to know where you come from and feel like, like, I, I used to be like that, but at the end of the day, I don't, I don't, I, I really don't even want my daughter to even know how I feel. Yeah. I just build a mind, prepare for things in that field of, in life to be prepared yeah. for. Other than that, bro, okay. Like, everybody. Baby vibes. No babies <laughs> for me right now. I hope not, Noah. I'm the godmama of his baby girls, so that's all I need right now. Yeah, my daughter actually, she she rock with you, heavy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. She at, she at that age, man. You know, the fourteen. They like who's yeah. cool. That's yeah. so cute. When, when did when did you start doing music, Noah? Was it around me? That age? Yeah. Um, I got signed when I was fifteen, so I was oh, wow. around. I was almost her age. Yeah, I was a little older, but yeah. 
that was right when I got signed and um we like it was funny because I signed my deal but I had like no music I like had written music to show them but like we just started clean as soon as I signed the label and I just started writing my songs and I like came to them with an album that I wrote but I and I just kind of like disregarded it and then I just started rewriting stuff with Labyrinth and stuff like that and that's whenever I found like my sound and I wrote make me cry and again and all those songs yeah 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 okay so I have to ask you (laughs) about my favorite video on the internet which one (laughs) you're on stage oh shit you know where I'm going kind of do but let me know there's a lady center stage left Oh, yeah, the sign language. And she's doing sign language, and you hop off the stage, and you're like, ooh, hey, yeah. ooh. And you're going crazy with her, and that's my favorite video <laughs> on the internet. Yo, they be lit, yo. That community is lit as fuck. Only if, like, artists know how she, lit they the way she was, The way she was doing her hands and everything, she was lit. Yeah, <laughs> She was. So I, I was telling Lou my favorite video on the internet is just how happy you were whenever you jumped stage to left and just started going crazy with her. It was so funny. Yeah, she was lit, though. I ain't gonna lie. You know, as artists, man, you you just feed off the people that's there. Mm-hmm. 1,000%. Like, like I, yeah, people ask, like, what's a dope show? Bro, your fans, bro. Like, I don't care what your stage set look like. If the people don't cheer, move, hype you up, it's not gonna be fun. It's gonna just feel like a job. I know. We hate jobs as artists. Like, it's boring as fuck. It's really fun. Like, you know, whenever I went and played, um, I just did my first festival in Dubai. Um, Oh, that's dope. Cool. And Thug and MGK actually played um, there, too, with me. And where was it going at with this? What were we talking about? We're talking about the vibes. Oh, the fans. Right, Sorry. Um, they were there and everything, and the energy in Dubai was so crazy that it was like. And then London, I go to London and I have my first show that I've ever done in London, my first like headline show, and like their energy was so insane. Like that's what gives I feel like a good show. It was like oh, yeah. when they're not on their phones and they're like fucking jump in and just doing whatever the fuck and having a good time and you know. Yeah, that's like the festival vibes. Yeah, yeah, festival vibes. Definitely. That that's the that's to me. I think that's the highlight of all artists' career is the shows. Like, For sure. man, you, that shit is just so dope. I ain't gonna lie. My daughter, like, yo, y'all, you're like, I'm such like a manly man. Like my daughter listens to your stuff. It's like it's like girl music, like <laughs> so girl vibe. music. <laughs> well, you listen to my EP coming out. I mean, you you tell me. I'm not gonna I'm gonna, lie, I'm Mike, gonna have your. You, I'm gonna have tears coming from your eyes. You know who root for you, man? Mike will be like saying that you a fire ass artist. He the first person put me. Oh, on I you. love Mike Will. Yeah, that's like going brother. Like that's I know he first. Like I love first. him forever. Yeah, yeah he's amazing. Yeah, then my daughter played. And I'm like, okay, she's definitely popping. <laughs> That's so sweet. Yeah, I love that. Oh, he, hey, you show love. To, you show love to uh, 
to uh, uh, my apparel company, Dro. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Bro. That's yeah. what you don't even know. See, you locked in, man. See, I fuck with you. You don't even know it. Yeah. Drove um, a homie of mine in Nashville also like hooked, like there's a, a lot of drill like in Nashville and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, one of my sister friends, Brandy, he I forget his name, but yeah, 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 yeah. he works with, with the brand and everything. That's dope, man. He just you ill. Don't worry, one, one, one day I, I think I think it's necessary that we do a collab. It'll be I'm done, 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 and done, and done. I love that. Is and the funny thing is, um, I know us, so we can we can actually make that happen. Yeah, we can make <laughs> it only on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we're we do everything together. We podcast. I um, babysit. I, How you like podcasts? Uh, he A&Rs, huh? How you like podcasts? You know what? I'm new to it. I it's interesting because there's some days where there's people like you and people like Tyler Henry who I like know so much about, and so I have like all these loads of things that we can talk about. Where others, some people are are just teaching me, and that's yeah. that's also another amazing thing. Is like that's what's great about the podcast is like we're learning so much new shit, but like yeah. it's really cool to like this is our first artist on the show. So it's fun for me to yeah. like be able to like relate and like get, feel everything that you're talking about. Cause like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, insightful cool. to, it's helpful, man. I'm telling you, it's food for thought for you for an artist, especially like uh, you uh, in your career. But you, you, it's like, man, you, you listen to artists that you actually like and you ask real questions to hear how they answer it. People don't yeah. understand like the questions that you have. How 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 like impactful they are for your career, yeah. and like like for you, man, you just got like you come from like a background of music, so Lord knows how you know how to play with your emotional instruments. So I would like to hear that. Well, you're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make a record ASAP once yeah. quarantine is over. We're gonna we're gonna do that. You, you know what I think you'll be uh, do a, a fire record with. You ever did beats with Marshmallow? I was actually, when Marshmallow first started, I was, I did a song with him called Chasing Colors and I played with him at at Coachella his first year, yeah. I just want you to promote that. Now, me saying that was, see, that was a good setup for you, right? (laughs) Hey, but I'm just saying like, I think like Marshmallow and Southside got like clad beats. I like to do it on a beat when we do a record. All right, all right, send them through. Lou King can connect us and, um, we can text beats back and forth and stuff. Yeah, definitely. That'll be done. Sick. Done. Well, done, done. Let's keep going with the Zoom. Sorry. Um, no, no, absolutely. I love, we love this. I mean, this the, the 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 reason why we started this kind of podcast was, you know, when I first came on board with Noah, it was a creative space where she can have an outlet, you know, and then go into the studio and write positively. You know, as artists, we always we always look at music and create with pain. But I'm trying to make artists understand that you can also create in happiness too, and it be just as successful as you know the emotive, the, the all that type. Because if it's, if it's you pushing it positively, regardless of what you're doing, any emotion behind any action is going to propel you. That's why artists are artists because they emote more than the, you know the average person. So therefore, the more emotion they have, the more attractions and the atten- intense interactions 
that they that, that they attract. Um, and That's I'm trying true. to make people, you know, understand these type of things. And to a point where even now, I time my manifestation. So, for example, if you think about someone you haven't spoke to in forever. And then they text you or they call you. That's an unresisted manifestation or a thought. So, and I oh, time I those. With this. I see where you're going with this. You see what yeah. I'm saying? This is in my field. So, again, I'm trying to make people understand the power that they have. You know, again, I read all the religious texts. I'm not religious at all or any type. Of, I'm pretty spiritual. And every religion taps into it. The only difference is it's written by men. And we know really? that, you, yeah. you know, we could, I mean, you know, I, I'm all but about religion. But religion was was uh, separated into five women. Yeah, religions they called it women. Yeah, I like that. Y'all probably got a good conversation. You know, I always you tell me people like, "Yo, man, what it took you to fall in love?" I'm like, "Bro, I never in my life. I can't. I got to stop saying it. I don't fall in love. That's like a spell." And, uh, <laughs> they be like, "Yo, y'all relationship so romantic." I'm like, "That's a Rome way of thinking. It's romantic, romance." Yeah. So a lot of stuff, as as people we don't know, we we cast spells upon ourselves through words. Yeah, yeah. It's back to manifestation, like how you talking. You 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 actually your third eye won't fully be open and clear until you eat clean, clean your gut. Yeah, that's for sure. And also, just so you know, all the weed you and I smoke blocks your third eye. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know though because like it, when I see documentaries and stuff, you she see, said that for example, my third eye was clogged up from like just all the smoke and also like whenever like you know you were talking about why the show is called Men on My Feels. Like when I met her, I was so depressed, and she was like, yeah. because like she was like I can feel that depression and it's clogging, it's drain, it's like literally just you're you're full, you're full of this negative energy and it took me a few months and Lou I think you could agree that in the past six months like I've completely 360 you know yeah absolutely it's, but that's it see that's evolution you know we look at you know we yeah. from newts, which is which is bullshit evolution is I'm not the same person as I was before we started this podcast or I'm you know that's the, the difference evolution of you know I'm not the same person five seconds before than I am now that's evolution and that's growth and I feel like it depends on the reason why you're smoking you know if you're smoking to escape something then you're going to cloud your third eye anyway if you're smoking yeah. just to reach a higher consciousness then that that's a, something completely different you, you know you know it was pretty interesting about like uh, like Noah for instance right Noah in fact is like my daughter for instance mm. no one knows how people are like Noah is because unless you you was her yeah yeah meaning you was born under a spotlight yep so so I kind of understand it but I don't because my family wasn't like worldwide famous but we were so super hood famous that you grew up with this certain kind of you have to be like this no you got to do this yo you can't mess with these people because it could hurt this or it's so many like before you before kids like 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 that like I, like we never get the get the beauty first we mm -hmm. we get you know what i'm saying we get we get hit with so much no's and don'ts and can'ts that everything feels so impossible but at the same time you could do anything you want yeah yeah it's kind of like it's it, it's it's a weird mental yeah. mix that, that people actually put on people and but the, what i think that makes people like uh noah and uh kids that actually grow up in that field and young adults that when they when they surpass it and they actually figure out it's all bullshit, 
that's everybody's fears getting placed in your reality, that's when you that's when that you blossom. Yeah. And you, the awareness kicks in. Yeah. So the fact that she said I'm coming out with a CD with so much pain is now that's that's like her entrance into like fuck y'all. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> this is who I am. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's that's the beauty. That's that's the beauty. I and mean, then the, sorry, no, go ahead. I guess like, <laughs> <coughs> sorry. I mean, since we're talking about like pain and like the music that I write, um, I have this song coming out on the EP called Young and Sad. And yeah. um, I wrote it in a way because I felt like people, tell me if you agree, people in music kind of started thinking that, or, I'm not, I'm not, not thinking or I don't know, just thinking as if maybe this, this was becoming more of a trend than a topic, if that makes sense. I felt like the word sad was getting thrown around too much. I felt like the word anxiety was being thrown around too much with music. I felt like it was becoming, I felt like it wasn't, an. it was, it was like, oh, this is what's, what people are writing about. So we're going to keep writing about it. And so what I wanted to do was I was like, I've, I've talked about my mental health. I want to write about my life now, like my world that I've lived through. You know, I have a song about tripping so hard that I came to the revelations that we need to take care of the planet and had this come to Jesus moment. I have a song where I blatantly call myself a liar for treating this one guy that was so nice to me. And I, I, just wasn't I reciprocating that and I and I and I put so many real feelings into there and I really let people know who I was in this one song young and sad um uh, uh this is coming out after the after the EP yeah <laughs> I think it's the song young and sad um yeah. It's just about me growing up in the family that I grew up in. And the first verse is, you know, my whole life, people wanted to, including my family, wanted me in family photos and they wanted me to take pictures. And I never wanted to take pictures because I I had body dysmorphia at such a young age. And that all came from people on the Internet that I didn't choose to come to my life if that makes sense, because I was born in such a, a famous family and then a sister who got blessed with an amazing career, but no one really, really respected the fact that I, that I could have my own life, regardless of my love for my family, I wanted to be separate. And regardless of if I make music, that's my music. And I never wanted to be compared or called Miley's little sister because at this age now, I've had that for, let's say, 15 years now, or maybe maybe 13 years, if I was seven when, I'm just guessing here, of uh, me being your daughter's age and younger, and, and picture your daughter and someone coming up to her and saying, are you, so, well, I, I, are you yes. Lucas daughter? Yeah. Are you this? Are you that? Well, this was, are you Hannah Montana's sister? Hannah Montana wasn't even a real person. Real to person. Me. And so it, are you Miley Cyrus's sister? And, and all, and when I was a kid, I'd look kids dead in the eye and I'd say, no, 
because I didn't want that to be my identity because it hurt my heart so bad. I love my family. I'm so proud of their success. And and I wouldn't have the knowledge I have about music and, and about what I want to do without my family. But there was so many, there was there were cons that came to being a seven-year-old and growing up becoming 14. 14 is such a fragile age. And I remember me at 14 and 15 and 16. I <laughs> I those are really fragile ages yeah. and, and people's opinions make impacts on you. Yes. Major impacts. And so when when you're a young kid who feels stripped of their identity and also feels like the world thinks that you're the ugliest person on earth, which is what everybody did to me as a kid, which fed the body dysmorphia, fed the depression, fed the anxiety, fed the fight or flight mode, you know, where now I think not only us, us, us kids that grow up in the, in, in a, just a more, just in a, in famous families. I hate the word famous. That's why I didn't want to use that. Um, let's but, go. Let's just say, uh, 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 uh well, broadly known, broadly known families. Thank you. Broadly known families. It's not just them dealing with these problems anymore. People are seriously getting so like online bullied, and and it's it's not just people who are whatever. What do you say? <laughs> broadly known, um, you know, and it, it's becoming it's a different problem. For, it's for different people, for people different your level. daughter's age up and younger, you know? Yeah. But you know, I got this, I got this thing, right? Uh you you actually gotta you gotta learn who you are. As 1, a thousand percent. And, and me being a father, like I don't have no expectations for my daughter. And I say that with all the love and all the care because if my daughter just want to go fucking work at Chick-fil-A, not trying to say it's a bad thing, but coming from being my daughter, that's not good technically. But, but that makes her happy. To me, mm-hmm. I'm more of a happiness kind of guy because I had everything I ever wanted in the world and still was 25% happy. I felt greedy. I'm like, bro, I got money. Fuck this. This, this is not it. This is not who I was because actually music actually stripped. Let me tell you what happened with people like us, famous people is we never had the opportunity. Like, I, I don't know how it feels to be 20 and regular. Like, Me either. 20s to I'm 33 now. I don't even know how, it, like 19, excuse me, I was 19. I don't, I don't even know how it feel, like, hang out and just, I wish I wish I knew how I feel to turn 25 and have my birthday. And tw- like, I got stripped of that. So that's why now, when I got so far in music, I'm like, yo, bro, I don't even want to rap no more. I just want to live. Like I, I so relate to you in that way. Like feeling stripped of everything, you know? Hell like, yeah. like there's but, so many pros and cons that come to our 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 life, you know, and what that gives. And um but you, you know, know what? Music it's is not a blessing. Not to cut you off, no. I just no, go I, ahead. Love, I love talking to uh, people like 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 you and people in our field because I think if we understood what we actually was getting into and knew the job description, I don't think we would have had that kind of if, 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 if we had people in our lives 
even in people in your dad's life that could have told him, hey, this is what this job come with. A lot of criticism, a lot of fuck yous, a lot of we don't know. Like if we actually had like, like the, you know, the blueprint, mm-hmm. I think for us, it would have meant nothing. But the fact that we had to learn it and experience and live through it at the same time, everybody watching you do it and everybody making up stories that can be more valid than yours. But we, we, we lifestyles were where if, if, the, if the truth is not organized, the lie is the truth. Sorry, my dogs are going crazy in the background. Uh, but, man, this is good. We I don't know. Music is beautiful. I'm outside, dogs. Sorry. But yeah, I, I couldn't really agree with you more. The dogs are play fighting. What you just said. But I think I, I think that, that you know that, that's also you know the spiritual growth. I feel like if an, if you now would have told yourself back then, um, it'd be a completely different scenario. And then it's, it's and it boils down to again is is you know when musicians and artists emote and and put their music on the line, they open themselves to judgment. But they see the, the factually, if you look at comparisons, I feel feel like that's a big play. You know, it's whenever I'm working on Noah's stuff, everyone's always like, oh, you know. Uh, we need a song that sounds like this, or we need something that sounds like this. And I'm like, well, no, I'm looking for something that is Noah. That was Noah's creating it. It's just, it's my job then to pair her with people who are going to bring that out of her. Yeah, Um, because like we, I don't like being told what to do with my music. No, you do not. So (laughs) I like to write my music and I like to make sure my harmonies are loud and I like to make sure I'm crazy about mixes and everything. So Lou and I are kind of like this team where we just kind of found my two, three people that I connect with, you know, for this project. And, you know, then we see what goes forward. But like, really, we just hunkered down with, I think this album, there's four people total, I feel like, Mm -hmm. I think, I feel like with the EP. Um, But again, it boils down to the the whole comparison vibe you know it's like um if i had an item for sale which could you know heal itself manifest bring everything into its life the good the bad the things you don't want the things you do want and i was to sell that item right now you'd be like this item is is priceless and it's like how how many of us is there there's one of us each one of us there's only one you're the most unique thing that exists in this whole entire universe and this is what you know the conditioning of your upbringing and all these type of things, you almost have to be reborn again now and forget everything you've ever been taught. Um, and just like, it's almost like watching my daughter now. She can manifest anything she wants like that because she has this innocence to her. But see, the thing is, she, her attraction is literally in the now. I'm hungry now. I need changing now. I'm tired now. If we can, as adults, get back to that, we could attract things in an instant. Um, but the good and the bad things too. That's why we have to really focus on our emotions and then which then again, action comes after thought and emotion. So we have to focus on our emotions so much that we have to, you know, again, I don't know if you meditate, if you, um, you know, do things to kind of take time out or, you know, oh, yeah, mind, got, as they call it. I got a sauna in the steam room now. Yeah. See, yeah, meditation. Got, yeah. Like I look outside and it just, it'd be green. Yeah, see that's amazing. Me too. Yeah. I have my uh, I live off I live off of I'm not gonna say where, but I have <laughs> a view yeah. and I it's like saves my life. I swear. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I, lo- I love the wild. 
Me I too. Yeah. I love, I'm a nature. See, I'm we, a nature we, we, we are creatures of nature. You know that just as you see the dirt on the floor, we're from that. We're from everything you see on earth. We are, we are a part of it. We're all connected. We're all one. We're all, you know, we've been reborn in this life many, many times. And the reason why we come back is to feel physical things, is to feel love, is to feel pain, is to feel hurt, is to feel all these things. The difference is we fight against it. We don't, we don't embrace it. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel good too. It's okay to feel anything. <coughs> and, and the stresses and the anxieties. I don't know how you, you know, deal with, with stresses and anxieties and stuff, but. I don't, I don't I, do that. I don't yeah. believe in stress. Oh <coughs> uh, yeah. See. I don't believe in anxiety. I don't believe in nothing. Yeah. But see, we, it's self-created because we create it because we're too busy yeah. living in the past or we're living in the future. But the past and the future exist now. They can't be. Yeah, any I other live way. in the now. Yeah, I only live in the now. Yeah, future now. Because that's what exists. Yeah. Let Have me you read quote the power Billy of now? Ray Cyrus. Let me quote Billy Ray Cyrus here. The past does not equal the future. The future is now. One <laughs> hand pups. Huh? It's funny. We live in the future right now. And yeah. people actually talking like, hey, when in the future, I'm like, bro, you know we living in it right now. Yeah. You know, as well as like, for example, another vibe, um, uh, you know, parallel universes and stuff. So, for example, if you wasn't doing music, like, I don't know what you thought about doing other things or that if you project enough energy to it, there's another you living as that person. Right. Yeah. So, so for I'm example, if you... Oh, there we go. Yeah, I'm a Capricorn, same as Noah. My, my stepdad's a Gemini. I got to do a lot of shit. Yep. Yep. But you can tap into if you're with your awareness of, say, for example, there's probably another me. Uh, you know, I, I'm a qualified electrician by trade. And I put enough energy into that. So there's really? another me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Can you come change my light bulbs, please? Nah, I don't do that shit anymore. I got electrocuted once and I'm like, I'm out. This shit is, is too painful. These, uh, my light bulbs are very, like, fluorescent <laughs> you just have to change the bowl to warm white well they're the type you can't screw out i tried they're like they're like flat in the thing i can't get oh, it. Yeah. change the whole component yeah. you know another thing too is um because I've, I've been trying to like study manifestations to a t and you know why things come to why things come to us with some people who aren't even attracting that but it's the people around you too you know what's super powerful is expectation it's like um, Bill Gates was on Oprah and Oprah was talking about, you know, to it's Bill Gates, how, much, how much is a loaf of bread? How much is a pint of milk? And he didn't know because his expectation in, in his life isn't that. He could probably tell you how much a yacht costs or how much, you know, a house in Bel Air or whatever. So if we can get our expectations to match up with our beliefs and to match up with our emotions and our actions, we'll be an unstoppable force. But, you know, again, it's the awareness and being aware of who we are. Because if I was it's to experience. say to you guys, you know, yeah, experience and, you know, who are we? And, you know, I've asked this question to so many people and they're like, and they write down their name and I'm like, so you're those letters on a page, you know, or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a man, I'm this, I'm that. So you define yourself as that, but that's not who you are and that's not who we are. And that's kind of the creativeness I bring with Noah and the music. And this is why we do this podcast <laughs> is to bring awareness to creativity and to people who we'd never normally have conversations with. I know one yeah. thing. I came out my mother's. Ussy in my can. Swung to my daddy's nuts. I know that. <laughs> I know one thing is one God. What'd you say? I said, I know I came out my mother's Ussy and swam to my daddy's nuts. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, know you know, you, you should read um, this book, Seth Speaks, and he speaks about that exact process and how 
you know, us before we're born and how we get into that process and how we nurture that process, not in physical form. It's mad. Yeah. Seth Speaks is basically a book um, where this entity speaks through this woman and her husband writes down everything they say from 1962. Um, and the reason why I know it's real is because there's another book, Matthew D. Walker, he's a sleep scientist. And he studies sleep now and the importance of sleep. If you don't sleep, you're pretty much finished. Literally. Can I mean, you introduce me to him? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've I mean, slept since 2005. Easy. I mean, it's like, right? <laughs> your, your, your whole body regenerates when you sleep. There's a chemical that gets released to stop you acting out your dreams, right? And this is a guy who studies it in the last couple of years. And the Seth Speak book mentions it from 1962, but does it in a spiritual sense, not a scientific sense. So there's little pinpoints that you can pick up on. I mean, it's, it's some amazing shit out there. Hey, man, to, text me those books, please. Like, hell yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, I will. Okay, I got one for you, too. I'll send you one whenever I get your number. My I got books for y'all as well. Please. <laughs> so okay. many. There's another one as well called The Surrender Experiment, which is phenomenal, which is basically, it's almost like if the wind was blowing, throw yourself at it, surrender. And that's what we have to do with life. And this guy basically does a surrender experiment for everything in his life. And he becomes like from meditating in a hut to like a multi-gazillionaire because he surrendered to every single opportunity that came to him. So, you know, like um, the software, when you go to, your, um, to the doctor and then they, they do all the insurances and all that shit and it gets billed back to the insurance and then to you, he made that software. And he never was a software programmer. He literally walked in because he surrendered to it. So for example, Jesus surrendered, you know, Prophet Muhammad surrendered, um, uh, Buddha surrendered to anything that ever happened to him. They were on this like, universal line. I did that. You're right. Yeah, you go. You're 100%, yeah. you're, you're 100% right. Yeah. Without so even we reading have, the book, I did that. Yeah, so we have to surrender. Who's to usually right? No, I mean, there's no right or wrong. I mean, to be honest, these are just opinions, but, you know. It, right and wrong don't exist. Yeah, yeah, it just is. It is. It just yeah. is. It just is. That's real. That's real. That's real shit. You know what? As well, um, your Instagram is quite. Um, there's a lot of philosophy in there. Where does that come yeah. from? Uh, shit, my soul. <laughs> then I, I should introduce you to Billy Ray. Uh, it'd be interesting. You know, well, with me, uh, no, I actually, uh, like, like, you don't understand people until you know their motive. If you get what I'm trying to say, like your dad is a woke motherfucker. Like, trust me, uh, I, I pay attention to a lot of people, but sometimes, man, I like protecting my energy, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, yeah, I can see that you on that, you on that train. Yeah, but see, but yeah. see, if you, if if you, for example, like, uh, I walk to my car and I get in my car and I say to myself, I'm safe. You know, I say to myself, the like, my whole universe is safe. I cannot attract any danger to me. Because I, 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 put, I factually know expectation-wise that I'm safe because that's the energy I put out, the people I attract. So, for example, the conversations we're having now, everyone understands what I'm talking about because I don't attract people who don't understand what I'm saying or the, you know, the universal vibes. And, and I like the way you just said that. You know, it's, it's, we, are, we have to feel safe in our environments for us to actually be safe. Mm -hmm. We don't feel – because, I mean, I grew up in you – know, in Hackney in, in London, which was not a nice area, I lived on a road called Murder Mile because people would get murdered on that street. And growing up as a teenager, you know, you're getting knives pushed into your back, you're getting... You what know, side of London are they? Hackney, northeast. Northeast, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I shot a video over there. 
Yeah, so it's like, you know, but I attracted all that when I was younger because you were scared. You weren't, you weren't scared, but you, you understood walking, what walking down that street could attract. And therefore, you would attract it. So now I'm in a position now where I, I, I don't put out those energies. I'm not surrounded by that type of stuff. I'm surrounded by people who I want to be around and I attract people vice versa. Now um, you are, you are surrounded around. You just yeah. don't know the face. It's a mental, it's a mental thing. But see, but they, if, they, if, if you don't believe it, it, it won't be there. Factually, it's like, it's almost like grow, growing with love, right? It's like growing with love. It's if, if a lot of people who have problems in their relationships is because you have, you have to grow with your partner. So if you're even like family members, for example, there may be some family that you don't get along with because your energy is so ch is ch changed from them. And it's a magnet. So you're repelling energy. The only way you're linked is because of the family name. You see what I'm saying? So again, it's, it's like attracts like. So you put out a certain frequency, you're going to attract a certain frequency. Um, um, Waka as well, what, what, um, I like the, how your name came up. How did you how did how did you get yeah. the name? Yeah, Michael, how did you Michael get Flame? the name? Uh shit the people. Yeah. Actually fans actually gave me this name. That's amazing. That's amazing. Damn, that was well, my uh, doctor, do like, people actually. keep calling do people keep calling you too? Yeah, like everyone. Oh, I know my attorney's calling me. I'm like mm, I'm on a podcast. Man, but, don't oh, call. Is that what that is when it goes off? Yes, yeah, so the reason I... It My shit's on Do Not Disturb. The reason I didn't do this yesterday, mine is too, but the reason I did this yesterday is I'm not very computer. I can't really... So my friend, I have one, but I just click Safari, Netflix, turn it off. So like, I have the... I have like a ton of tape over my camera. And I'm, I was like, I'm not fucking up my tape over my camera right now. And like with my camera off. And Brian, my best friend, was here yesterday because uh, we he just went back to his house to go grab something. He, we've quarantined together for the past 17 days. And he took his fucking computer with him. So I couldn't use his computer, so I'm using my bum-ass phone. And now, like, everyone and their mom and cousins are calling me when I'm just trying to talk to Lou and Waka. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way it is. I mean... Um... I want to uh, talk about. Um, hey, you, I got you, you, something, you know. Go on. I got I got something that's so powerful for you in your career. I oh need my it. God, so powerful. I, I, I need what it. What if What if I say right? Just listen to you talk. All right. You know how you sound. I'm free spirit on uh, this. What if I say right? I could I could make a beat out of any sounds that you want. Okay. Um, but quicker than you can. Count to 50. Okay. Oh, I think it'd be dope. Like, I, you saw you say you write songs? Wait, are you saying you are wanting to do this? Yeah. Like, I, you literally make a beat by the time I count to 50? I could make 100 beats in, like, two minutes. Okay, what? let's do it. Oh. Dude, we'll go on lockdown. I got, I, it's deep though. It's actually, it, it could be actually a, a fire business play for you. But I don't know if you fuck with that, but yo, I think I got some shit. Like, I, I don't think, it's, I call it like the disruption in production. Like, what I'm talking about is I would never in my life need a producer again. That sounds like a, a podcast title. 
Huh? That sounds like like the title of your new podcast, bro. Oh, I guess. But I'm, <laughs> look, I'm telling you, I figured the way out past like producers. I figured it out. <laughs> okay, let's do it, bro. But it's but you know you always don't want to get beats from other people, but I definitely I can make a fucking Mozart beat. I can make a 1970s beat. I can make a I can make a rock beat. Bro, let's just like get in and like go crazy. I'm like I'm ready. But what I'm telling you is, I can make you the producer. Like you don't need no one. Like this. Listen to what I'm telling you. No, I promise the guy I could like literally. I can't use a computer, bro. (laughs) You gotta teach me how to use the computer. Do you not play Candy Crush? No. Uh, do you not play like Texas? No, I only play Flappy Bird. And oh, it's over. You know, hey, Flappy, those are more technical than how to make beats. Okay. Like okay. this is so easy. I can, my four-year-old, three-year-old niece can make it. Damn, damn. Okay, are you gonna give me lessons? Definitely. When it's Corona shit over, I'm, I okay, definitely. Okay. I, I, I want to just send like the crew. Like it's not even the crew. It's like a two. Because I'm actually setting a studio up in my house, so that'll be perfect. This is like, oh my god! I probably got like a hundred beats that we like pre-made, just to, like fuck around. Like, well, let's go. That's sick. I, I I just have my uh friend. Make me some beats because I uh I I want to write a song called Hometown just because like I'm I'm not able to get to my hometown right now and I feel really trapped and like That's hard. like it's just really hard to you know not be able to reach your hometown because like my my family's there but my also my mom and and my grandma's here so I'm and and I also really can't get on a plane and I can't go see my dad who can't come to LA and you know there's all this stuff so I just like I I had my friend make a beat I was like I want to I want to call it hometown so whatever speaks to you so I don't even know what the beat is I'm just gonna like write to it go (laughs) I wish I could be like as an artist I wish I was like creative creatively like man that's see that's kind of music I would love to make like shit, man. Why, why not? Because it's not you a passion. Oh, passion, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. For my passion is just the party. <laughs> I, will, I will fucking love to talk about like one another. But I love having like conversations like this about it. Some people could ma- musically do it, but I could just like rage. Mm-hmm. Like music for me is to rage. Yeah. Like if I want to like. Uh, Who's uh, your favorite artist? Of all time, I know I hate when people ask me that question, but I thought I'd shoot uh, shot. I'll say uh, you can name I'm three. A, I'm more of like <laughs> That's what I usually do. Uh, I'm more of like a how I feel kind of person. It's who Bro, I listen. To you literally person. answered my questions to all my interviews, and then I'll like name three people. That's so funny. Yep. But if we talking hip hop wise, uh is uh DM, DMX, 
Nas and Tupac. Um, if I'm talking like R&B, I, I fucking like Boys the Man, Drew Hill. Fucking this. Uh, if we talking like pop, I grew up like an NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Fucking, <laughs> if we talking death metal, I like Lamb of God. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's different. I love like, that you. I love that you're like a fan of kind of everything. Yeah. If we, t- I like. I listen to your dad's shit. To be real. Like I, I just like music. That's awesome. I like. I'm a vibey guy. I like. I really I like think you guys would get along. I think. I think you, me, Lou, and Billy Ray in a room would be the most <laughs> amazing hangout ever. That's different. <laughs> All passing a joint. Yeah. Hey. Here. You know, I wanted to. I just want to uh, touch up on the um, the PETA campaign, um, Waka. I, I feel like that was such a dope vibe. Oh, oh was it? Man, you see, I had, I was in a room full of girls, ass naked, like that was fire. <laughs> like I, but it's genius. It wasn't done before. Like you just, I mean, it, it, you know what else? It came you know what from I nowhere. Did? I, I did that for one reason. Uh, what was the campaign? Uh, Peter. Paul, I, I didn't know. Oh, oh. I, I work with Peter. Yeah, I, I did it because I wanted people to know how strong I felt about my ideas. Yeah, like I will go to what y'all call the most embarrassing moment and still be myself and be comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I, at the time, like I, like I was like big as fuck. I was like two hundred ninety-five pounds. Then. What? But that's like, what I mean. Like, say I was that's... fat as fuck. Like, yeah. The, the, I, I feel like the whole point in life is that, you know not to take yourself too seriously. Like, it, I mean we take things so seriously. Like none of this shit is actually that deep. I mean, if you think about it, you know, we make music. Like I, if someone said that we can make money from this shit, I wouldn't believe them if I was, when I was growing up. I, I wouldn't know. I mean, you know, Bro, so. My, my brother committed suicide, my little brother. Oh, it's awesome. real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, bro? Nothing I, in the world is that deep. I, like, I, I, that's the know, really shit you could ever say. Yeah. One of my, my brother's best friend, um, when he was 16, committed suicide. And whenever he'd come over to our house, he would always stay in my bed and then I'd go down in my little brother's bed. So when he died, it affected me massively. Um, and I would have dreams about him, of, of him crying to me, telling me he, he made a mistake. Like he shouldn't have done that shit. No one, and it came from nowhere. It wasn't even like anyone was- Lou, no, that was real. Yeah, because we, we, I mean, back then, you know, especially for, for, for our generation, um, you know, we couldn't talk of that. Like, we had anxieties, we had depression, but it wasn't a conversation. It just was everyday life. Everybody yeah. had it. Um, so it never was a, a topic of conversation. So I know exactly how you feel. And I'm, you know, and it's, you know, I mean, when you read these books, the Seth Speaks books and all these, you know, Abraham Hicks, they say, you know, when that happens, it's the soul entity pulling back their physical form. And, and you know, they, they, they've had enough in this life and they want to go back to their non-physical form lives. Um, we just, as, as humans, you know, like if, if birth is life, there's no, there's no opposite. We as humans, like the beginning and the end, but it doesn't exist. If birth is life, death is life too. It's the whole recruit, you know, um, reincarnation, that shit is real. So, and, 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 you know, and, and it affected me so much and I was mad at him for so long because no one knew what the fuck was going on. And he wrote like a, like a little note that just didn't make sense to anyone. Um, and you know, don't the, the, you hate that shit? Yeah, like it, like it left more questions than answers. If you had left nothing, then it would have been like, oh shit, okay. But he, but he wrote a note, and it didn't mention any of the shit of why he would actually do what he did. But because, man, you, you know what? 
um, like my situation, man, my little brother was going blind, mm. you know, and uh, he he actually lived with what Noah was saying. He got he didn't want to be like Waka Flocka's little brother or Deborah's son or that's yeah. a lot of fucking pressure. Yeah, you know, and the same token, you losing your eyesight. So, like, you never know, man. Like, like for me, um. Nothing, nothing in the world is too serious no more. I live yeah. that serious lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I know how it feels and motherfucker, you got to have fucking bazookas and bulletproof vests on. Yeah. But I'm not going to brag about it and rap. I'm not going to be around. Is that your alarm or my alarm going off? That's my fucking alarm. Like, okay, because I have the same alarm system. So I was just like, where is that coming from? Which door is opening? I bro, swear, I was like, bro, what? Bro, I just got some doors fixed, and randomly when it's get windy, the lawns start tripping. We thought ghosts was in my house. I started doing, like, the heat shit. Oh, no. I have ghosts in my house. Burning some sage. Oh, why, why, why don't you buy the, um, oh, just sage. buy the heat uh, thermometer. Uh, fuck, I forgot what it was. Oh, like in Ghost Owners? Yeah, you could buy it off Amazon. Oh, see, see, see we, uh, what I'm going to do is, Waka, I'll send you some of our episodes because we have mediums come on too. Yeah. Like we had medical you know medium. Tyler Henry? Tyler Henry. He has, he has a show on E. He's a medium. He's amazing. He was on our show yesterday. You should watch his show. I mean, you're, if you're hungry yeah. down, just like watching TV, like throw on, throw on, throw on uh, Tyler Henry on, on, on uh, like Amazon yeah. or some shit. Oh, like, I'm gonna go put that on as literally, I swear, I watched it all day yesterday and I'm gonna watch it all day today. We, we, also, we have, we have um, this um, medical medium. medium. Yeah. Oh, Long She's Island. She's amazing. Medium, yeah. She's on TLC. I would love, we should have Teresa on the show. We I wanna see that. Yeah, you should come on too. I mean, medical medium is another guy we had on and he, he his um, spirit or entity or, you know, whatever speaks to him purely about medical issues with people. So he'll he'll read you and tell you what's wrong with you. Word of advice: drink celery juice. Celery juice. That's uh, his his piece. Just celery juice. <laughs> celery juice will fix everything. I swear, if he could like sprinkle magical celery juice on you, he would. Like that's what it feels like when he walks in. Oh, celery juice, and I actually started drinking celery juice after I I. Um, you know what I tell you? I am. I, I don't do it as frequently <laughs> yeah. as I should. I I saw Lou's face, and he was. I feel like you were gonna call me out on that. But yes, I, I actually feel like it's helped my skin so much. And yeah. like, really, like I've like I don't know why, but like all like all of a sudden my skin's like feeling better. Like I'm feeling better. I can't read that small. Tonic oh, juice to purify the blood. Yeah. All, all, all it's doing is purifying your blood and taking impurities out. So you're detoxifying yourself. Yeah. So uh, so if you see your skin, for instance, like I had acne. Um, and I had acne because I drank a lot of pop. You know, I ate a lot of candy. And that's, 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 that's it's burning your skin. It's Pops actually, the, the toxins is coming out of you. So when you stop eating like that and drink more water and put, the pluses in your body, you start seeing it in your skin instantly. Yeah, you do. You really do. You start looking like life. Okay. 
Yeah, all right. It was all experience, Noah. Fuck it. It ain't that serious. Yeah, exactly. It's all experience. It's your experience. Can't nobody tell your world ain't perfect. It's impossible. Dude, I love you. You're great. Your energy is amazing. I can't wait. I can't wait to hang out and work with you. Oh, that's the truth. You, you, you know why? I'm, I'm telling you, you got to protect your energy, man. I swear to God. Like, and it sound, it could sound corny as fuck, but it's real as hell on, a, on another note. Like, you have to protect your energy. You have to. Yeah. You, yeah. you have, because the older you get, the more you start realizing all the shit that you thought was problem was basically like a waste of fucking time. Yeah. Like, I was telling somebody, I said, yo, bro, I'm at an age to where all my enemies became lessons and all my L's became lessons. Everything that start becoming lessons. When you get to a certain age, you be like, what the fuck? I don't even care about that. Like, yeah. And you could be that person now. Yeah. And that, that's another thing that, that I, I practice, too, is um, anyone who I feel makes me feel a certain way about myself, they, I don't hang out with them. Hell no, at all. No. Not one percent, and then you, and then it starts building. It starts building, and then you look around. You're like, I actually love everyone that's around me, and then it keeps you in that space. The minute someone doesn't, then they they have to go. Hey, 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 hey! Check this, y'all. I remember, like, both of y'all probably did this too. I got to a point in my life where I feel like I call it the the the, the, the dark era, where mm-hmm. everything just was like black and pitch black. Like, no matter how much fun I was having, I, my insides was weak. Plain, empty, just dark. So, and I asked God, I'm like, oh, the creator, the most high, or whoever, the universe. Uh, I saw actions, it's still one person, one whatever. I saw actions, I said, oh man, I said, please, man, just let a nigga be happy. That's, that was my exact word. Because how I talk to be regular, I don't be like, hey, Father God, but hey, my nigga, look, get everybody out of my life, please. I start talking to him in conversation. Because I right. think. The real shit come to you when you speak real. Mm-hmm. When, 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 you the truth. when you talk, you're talking from your heart. So only you know exactly how you truly feel. So the words can be, you know what I'm saying? It, it could be whatever it takes to connect you to what you're trying to get your point across on. And for me, I was like, yo, man, get everybody away from me. I don't give a fuck if it's people I love. Hey, man, so help me God, man. I, I start feeling like I was losing friends. Yeah, but I, I had to go back and think to myself like, yo, I asked for this shit, and I all and 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 I remember it's like dreams and shit was telling me like, man, you ain't gonna like how this shit go in, and Lord knows, man, I ain't got like half the motherfuckers I, I had around, me. but then when they got away from me, I start seeing how how happy and, and full I start feeling. I start learning that these people that I thought I loved was taking so much out of me that I ain't have mm-hmm. enough for myself. Yeah, because your you energy know? was growing. You're getting, and, and it was repelling. The magnet was repelling. Exactly. And money had a big factor to do with it as well. Yeah. Because uh, I thought money was the key to everybody's happiness. So I figured out money was just a tool and a bridge. Yep. It might yep. take from one happy place to another, but it's see, never. See, you know, everyone's always like, you know, money brings money doesn't bring happiness. It's because you're not happy before you have the money. So you're not going to be happy after it. If you can get if you can get yourself into a space where you're happy before it, then everything else again. Like we don't we know especially when you get to like our age. Like I don't have to think about the things that I want anymore. I just have to focus on the happiness because I already know what's instilled in me that makes me happy. So all I have to focus on is the happiness and the shit comes with it. The great shit comes with it because I already know what makes me happy. I found happiness in music. Yeah. Me too. But not rap music. No. You know what it was on. Electric. 
Really? I started getting into festivals like in 2012. Yeah. And I was only rapping from 2008. Like I was already done. 2012, I was done with hip hop. Like 13, I was like, oh, I'm over this. But when I started learning like electronic music, I heard mashups with your pops and like, it's the, like mashups, real hard fire shit that had you fucking just going for an hour. And you'd be like, what the fuck was I just doing? Like, yeah. I, it was fun. Like when I when I got into like electronic music, I swear to God, bro, it put it put so much confidence in me because I, I think the frequency of the music was so high and happy that it it it, it created a happy person in me. Yeah. It, it, it it actually it actually rose me as a person up, and not this alter ego that took over who I was. Yeah, because the artist is nothing but an alter ego. It's like it's like it's like Clark Kent, and before you go in the phone booth, he don't live as Superman outside that phone booth, and that's our problem. Like people want to bring our celebrity to our home, yeah, and that's the problem. One thousand percent, and I, I think work. also people people forget publicly that at the end of the day, after we get off stage or whatever the fuck we're doing to entertain, we go home and we go back to our normal life that we live exactly right. like them. Do you want to know the number one question that that irritates me the most that I get asked? What was it like growing up in the Cyrus family household? I always want to say, what does that mean? Because I don't know. I It was a normal family to me. Like, yeah. Yeah. you look at me as not normal, but you're forgetting I am a human being. I went home... And my mom made me a bowl of cereal for dinner. Dinner, Like, that's what fucking living at my house was like. Like, you know, like, we were, we fucking ordered Domino's. Like, we weren't, like, like I, like, I don't really know what that question is supposed to mean. Like, what do you, you know? And so it's just like, you for, people forget that at the end of the day, we come home and we have our family and we have our friends and our other friends and our other friends and our real life. Yeah. Hell yeah, you fucking all right. And as and as real as I as real as I am in my music, there's that boundary where people forget that you're a real person. You know what I mean? Like the other day, I was on live, and the p- things people were saying were out of this world. And I paused for a second, and I was like, "Yo, I don't give a fuck about what you guys are saying. It's the fact that you're saying it because, first of all, none of y'all would say this to my face. Second of all." If it was anybody else, this can really harm people. Like, and 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 when I was young, that shit really fucked me up. You yeah. know, so like, I just feel like like yeah. with the internet and shit, like the like that just that part like just fucks I, I, me up because they feel they they forget you have like a yeah. real human heart. You know, nah, they go in. They uh, they man, I'm called like. That's why we know, have to man. rise above it and educate, and you know, you know understand that these people the people that project those type of things are the, that's the way they're feeling about themselves it's nothing to do with you it's it, you know and it's almost like i i have a saying you know other people's opinions of you is not your business man i'm done with to be honest with y'all yo if you don't know me i don't give a fuck with your opinion <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah like, and, that, and, and that's how we have to maintain People get on in that rap like, yo, you a whack ass rapper and this and I remember people said that and I actually was like, you know something? I am a whack rapper. <laughs> and this is this what rappers get. We get nice homes, yeah. beautiful lives, Frenchies, 
cool friends. You know what I'm saying? Like we control our vibe. And I actually like, I actually, it's like anger. Like I had so much fucking anger in me as a kid. Me too. To the point where like you would think you would think I worship Lucifer the way I was fucking crazy. But I start I start finding out that that wasn't a bad thing. I had to learn how to turn the knob on it. Yeah, channel it. So if I start thinking yin and yang, so I'm like, yo, what is the good side on anger? And that's when I met music and it's like, you know what I'm saying? Building those frustrations out. It it takes us to learn it ourselves. Nobody knows you better than you. The only time somebody know you better than yourself was when you start listening to what they fucking opinions. Yeah. Like, I like advice and everything, but it's, advice is nothing but words on a board. If I don't connect to that shit, I'm not going to read that, that sentence. Yeah. But I like that paragraph. You know what I'm saying? So, man, you, can't, you cannot live for nobody's expectations. My expectations is the killer of all dreams. All of them. Like, when I remember my first rap, I remember before I put a CD out, I said, I don't give a fuck. Yo, honestly, on some real shit, my dad used to tell me that all the time. Nice like, real, shit. real shit. Like, he would, he would low-key be joking, but he would be like, I, I, can't, I can't remember the joke he would say, but he would basically be like, you can dream, but don't dream as, like, far enough where you can't reach or like some shit like that i don't know like give me a, he would always say that to me he was like <laughs> look, it was some real shit he was like and he's always told me he's like no a life's a jip and then you die and i'm like okay <laughs> it, it's, my dad, do you guys know what the word jit means because my dad made it up i think a jit a little jit j-i-p oh no that's jip, jip. Oh, you're a little jip. To me, uh, when you jip someone, it means you're ripping yeah. them off. Okay, you're the only person that I've ever, other than my family members, have ever yeah. known what a jip is. Yeah. All my friends are like, what's a jip? Yeah, don't be a jip. Do you not, do you not know what a jip is? Uh, yeah, because I've seen how you use it. so I. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but like you wouldn't really hear that. And my dad said that my entire life. Like anything that's, that's a good connection, though. Like, bloody knee, fell off my bike, he clean it off, kiss it. Well, no, he laughs a jip and then you die. He took the seriousness out of it, though. Yeah. He took the fear out of it. See, he taught you, he, that's, that's a good father. You know what I'm saying? He taught you more than one lesson. Yeah. Yeah. But my he, dad has taught me beyond... He's so he's such a powerful guy. He's really like I my bond with my dad is crazy. And I I feel like now, especially as we're all growing, you know, I realize you know I'm no longer a product of my environment. My environment is a product of me. That was beautiful. You know, you and, a song. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I would word it or melodically, but you I'll have, leave that to you, you guys. Have to give me a walk of cred though, because we were on the Facetime. Oh, you know, write a word, get a third, bro. I'm in. <laughs> 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 but um i i, I mean I, I i just want to appreciate you know both you guys and you know amazing noah's amazing and what you brought so much um you know these these struck these conversations that we normally wouldn't have and this yeah. is the whole premise of in my feels and i can't thank you enough for taking your time um, yeah, seriously. i want to say honestly talking to you artist to artist has been so inspiring like i haven't had a conversation like this, like deep like this with another artist in 
and I really, really needed to hear this from somebody else. And like, this was really dope, and I can't wait for us. There's my goddaughter, <laughs> She's just woken up I, from I a nap. I can't wait for us to be able to kick it and make music because you're just a little Gerba baby. Say hello. Freya, I have your pink Louis bag here at home. There we go. See? I need to bring you your purse. <laughs> yeah. Raising a right. <laughs> Raising a right. The expectation, you know. Lou, yeah, whenever, whenever he told me he was expecting a baby, I ordered a car seat. <laughs> and I will probably never need to use it, but just in case. I know. I, I, we, we barely use our car now. We're just like, at I home. like I, I was like, order. Yeah. So y'all, so uh, where both of y'all at right now? Uh, LA. LA, I'm at home. He's at home. So y'all stuck in the house? Yeah. Nah, I mean, I wouldn't say stuck because, you know, like... You I, could I, go I, out. I, I, yeah, I mean, like we walk in our area, we, you know, we, we, have, we have a backyard. Where it's, it's actually quite, it's nice. I mean, I, I know shit is happening outside and there's so much stuff going on. And, um, but in terms of in LA, I, I feel like we're in a bubble. Everything's so spaced out. So we have space to, you know, to, to maneuver or to breathe and to... You know, um, not that we are going out, but it's, it, no. I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the family time, the quality time I'm spending with my wife and daughter. Hey, yeah, let me give you some good, some good news about this corona thing. You know, because they, 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 they uh, plunder us with a bunch of bad news. The good news is uh, scientists actually seen the globe on a scope, and it looks clearer than ever. ever. If you actually go outside now and smell the air, it smells yeah. clean. yeah. Well, you see, you see in uh, the Venice canals, the dolphins are back. I have, I have deer in my neighborhood all yeah. the time now. From my backyard, there's deer. The, the skies everywhere. are super clear at night. You can see the stars. It's, it's I mean, yeah. That, but yeah, that's that's the power of nature. It's detoxing, man. Yeah, it really is. You gotta let Mother Earth detox, man. You gotta let. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, it, 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 I mean, I could, I, I, I could go on forever. I mean, it's it's this this whole reincarnational thing of you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, look, because I know you just kind of got so I'm going to sprinkle a little. If you follow the universe, yeah. it's actually at its time of like what they call a female cycling. She's mm -hmm. at that time of the, of the, of the month. Yeah. Like Earth, it's called global warming. It's this, this, all that is part of the detox. Yeah, absolutely. When, when we get off of here, I'm going to DM you so you have my number and I'm going to send you a song I wrote about the universe. And then also, my newest song is about Mother Nature and all of the, like, elements no, no, of you nature. Should him, you should send him the other one, too, Noah, um, End of Everything. Uh, yeah, that's what I was talking about, the one about Oh, the yeah, universe. perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. End of Everything. You'll really fuck with it. It's just about everything we've really talked about. Oh, that's fine. Hell yeah. I'm in on that because I got some reading to do tonight. I'm into, finance. Right. I'm into financial literacy right now. Like, I figured out ways, like, um, just for me to y'all, insurance is everything. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Charlie. Bitcoin, too. Get some Bitcoin. Oh, I've been at that. <laughs> Dude, you're so dope. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Bro. Take care. Be safe, everybody. Thank you.